Welcome to Daily Drive Time Devotions, our study together this week through John chapter 10, day four of this look. We're going to look at three verses today, John 10 verses 27 to 29. Yesterday, we talked about trust training in our lives and trusting Jesus' character, trusting his power. Today, we focus in these verses on trusting Jesus' promise. Listen to these verses, John 10, 27 to 29. Jesus said, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one can snatch them out of my father's hand. But look in that one verse, verse 28, at these three great promises. And I I do mean great promises. He says, I give them eternal life. That's an incredibly great promise. All all those who are looking for some kind of life that's going to last forever on this world, what an empty pursuit. If you had it, you'd have life on a world that's imperfect. Jesus is talking about a new quality of life and also a new place where we're going to live with him forever, eternal life. There's that promise. And then secondly, there is the promise, they shall never perish. What a promise. And then the promise, just added to that, third promise, no one shall snatch them out of my hand. Our security in these verses is secured in several ways. Our assurance is assured in these words of Jesus Christ. He talks about eternal life. How long is eternal? It's it's eternal. And when Jesus says, I've given them eternal life, he's saying, I'm giving you something that everybody is seeking. It is eternal life. It is forever from this point forward. In fact, there's even assurance in the words, I give. It's not an earned life. It's not an unearned life. It's a gift. If I earned it, I could lose it. Because Jesus Christ has given it and has assured it, I can count on it. There is assurance in the words, my sheep will not perish. There is the assurance of the fact that Jesus will keep his word. If he says his sheep will not perish, I believe it. His sheep will not perish. And then there's the assurance in these verses, these words of the power of God. No one will snatch them out of my hand. No one will snatch them out of my Father's hand. In verse 28, Jesus' hands. In verse 29, the Father's hands. You see, your assurance in your relationship with God is not a matter of holding on. It's a matter of being held. Now, some look at this and they say, well, wait, wait, can we snatch ourselves out of God's hand? (laughs) That ignores the, the fact that there are three assurances here. Don't ignore the first part of the verse. Never perish eternal life. No one can snatch them out. Jesus wants us to get the point here. There's a lot of talk about assurance and how I can get the kind of assurance that I want in my life, security in my relationship with Christ. And I just want to take a moment here to talk about this because it's important. How do I know that I'm secure in my relationship with him? You need to understand there's there's three kinds of security in your relationship with God. There's what I would call false security, There's what I would call conditional security and then eternal security. False security, Jesus talked about that in Matthew 7 when he talked about those who thought they believed in him, but they only did things for him. They never really knew him. And it's possible to go to church and do things for God and have a false security, believing you know him just because you do things for him. Jesus called that false security. There's also conditional security. Conditional security is when you believe that your security as a believer in Christ, you have truly accepted a relationship with him, is conditioned on something that you now do as a Christian, continuing to go to church or or praying or not sinning or whatever condition, whatever list you put on. It's conditioned on this or that. 
But Jesus didn't talk about conditional security in these verses. He talks about eternal security. Never perish. Eternal life. No one shall snatch them out of my hand. Now, why is this important to talk about? If you have false security, it's, it's desperately important to talk about because you need to believe. You don't want to come to that day where Jesus says, depart from me, I never knew you, even though you were around religious things all your life. It's vitally important if you have conditional security because it's having a daily impact on your growth. You're trying to keep your salvation rather than receiving it as a gift, trusting in his power. You're trying to do something to keep it going rather than trusting that only God can hold on to you. You're trying to hold on to it rather than trusting in the fact that you're being held. Now, people struggle with this, and I know why. We're afraid. We're afraid that some will trust in Jesus Christ only as fire insurance, insurance from not going to hell, and then live any way that they want, saying, well, I've got eternal security. I would just say to you, let God take care of that. Jesus once said, let the wheat and the weeds grow together until the harvest. Do not let your fear that someone might take advantage of this promise keep you from enjoying the depth of this promise. Because the truth of the matter is, God can take care of those who thumb their nose at him, act as if they know him, but they really do not. Jesus says there will come a day of judgment. Now, I know there are some who are afraid to believe this or to teach this because they think maybe it will give me or others a license to sin. That's always been a ridiculous thought to me. That says to me that the fear of losing your salvation is greater than the power of grace. My decision to not sin in daily life is not because I'm afraid I'm going to lose my salvation. My decision to not sin is because Jesus' grace has come into my life. The power of his grace is what makes the difference. If you focus on what you're going to lose, you're going to live a negative life. If you focus on what you have, you're going to live a positive life. It's interesting to me. It's just we talk this through, the objections and concerns that people have about this. I've talked to many who think, well, it just doesn't doesn't seem fair to me. It seems like there are those who say they know Christ, and maybe they are genuine believers, but they're not living the kind of lifestyle that Jesus asked us to live. So they seem to be like living it up in this world, and they're going to get to go to heaven too? Let me tell you the fallacy of that thought. They are not living it up in this world. If someone is a true believer and they are allowing sin to enter into their lives, they're living a lifestyle of sin in any way, they are miserable beyond belief. There's pleasure in sin for a season, sure, but it's a short season. And they're they're missing out on the joy they could have in their relationship with Christ in this world, but they're missing out on something even more. They're missing out on the rewards that they would have in heaven for serving him. They're building in their lives foolishly instead of faithfully. When it comes to this issue of security and who's a believer and who isn't, I've learned to have humility. I've met those who have never believed in Jesus Christ and then denied the faith, the Judas kind of people. He was around Jesus a lot, but he never really believed, and then he denied his faith, never came back to it. I've also met those who were true believers and went through a time of struggle and even denial. People like Peter. He also denied Jesus, but those are the people who come back to faith, who are restored. I've had to humbly learn that in the moment of their denial, I can't always tell the difference, but God can. God can, and I can trust in him. Why am I taking a few minutes to walk through this? Why is it so important? Because I don't want anything, any thought, any question to steal from you the security of your hope in your salvation. Because if that is stolen from you, it causes you to lose one of the most important foundations for your growth your security in Christ. You are held by him. Warren Wiersbe has said that Jesus has a threefold relationship with his sheep. 
a loving relationship because he died for us, a living relationship because he cares for us, and a lasting relationship because no one will snatch us out of his hand. The security that you have in your relationship with him impacts the way that you relate to God, and it impacts your motivation for growth and service. I talked earlier about false security. These verses talk about how do you know that you don't have false security? How do you know that you're a true believer? Verse 27 points to three marks. It says, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Now, these aren't the only marks of assurance in the Bible. There's many more, for instance, in 1 John. But here are three inner assurances that you are his sheep. There is this hunger to hear God. They listen to my voice. Not just gain knowledge about things, but truly hear God, his direction for your life. It's one of the reasons you're listening to this. One of the reasons you go to a Bible study, because you want to hear from God in your daily life. He also says, I know them. There is this inner sense that you belong to God. He's given that to you. He's marked you with the seal of his Holy Spirit. And then he says, and they follow me. How do you know if you're a sheep? You follow the shepherd. You have this genuine desire to be obedient to God. Once you see what the shepherd wants, no matter if it hurts, no matter if it costs, you seek to follow. I would say that that obedience is not always instant, and it isn't always without resistance, but it is always desired, and it is always chosen eventually as you look to him and follow him. Sheep follow the shepherd. If you're struggling with feelings of insecurity in your relationship with God, in your relationship with Jesus, question one you should ask yourself is, as we talked about yesterday, who are you following? Even true believers will be overwhelmed with doubt if they're not following the shepherd. Let's talk to the shepherd right now, Jesus Christ. As you talk to him, talk to him about assurance. Just thank him. Say, Jesus Christ, thank you for these promises. Eternal life. Never perish. No one can snatch me out of your hand. I don't have to hold on to my salvation. I'm held by you for my salvation. And Jesus, I pray that in this moment, the assurance of these promises would wash over my heart, my soul, my life like never before. And that as they do, these assurances would be the foundation for my choice today to love you in return. Instead of trying to love you in return based on trying to buy my salvation myself or earn your love on my own, in the assurance of your love for me, I pray today for the strength. I look forward today to the strength to love you in return. In your name I pray, amen. Join us tomorrow. We're going to end our look at John chapter 10, verses 30 to 42.